0: Seekers of greatness, dreamers of the impossible, and action-takers on the path to success. I'm Daniel Craig Johnson, and I'm amped to be your personal guide on this exhilarating journey to self-discovery, business mastery, and life transformation. Strap in, because you're about to blast through barriers, obliterate limitations, and sculpt the life you've dreamt of. Hello tribe, welcome back on the Success Blueprint. It is Friday, the week is over. I guess that everyone is back to normal. There's only a few of us that are still on holiday. And if you are, then I hope that you enjoy it and come back safe. I am back and I'm excited for another episode. And as I said, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to do a couple of listener episodes. I've posted on Facebook and asked what you guys want to hear about. So the topic that was recommended by Shan from Facebook I would like to learn to organize my priorities when it comes to my goals, that is becoming a great author and balancing being a parent to a teenager and a wife to a busy spouse. How do busy women handle their personal life and their business life without wearing themselves out? That is a myriad of questions, but I love it and I'm happy to record this episode today. And thank you, Shan, for your suggestion. We always appreciate when listeners engage and are active on the tribe. So let's get right into it. So I call this episode Juggling Work and Family Without Dropping the Ball. And as I say, this is not the answer to all questions. This is personal experiences. This is the data that I have from clients that come to me from my own life experiences, from people that I talk to and friends and family and people that I know that go through the same stuff. So it's a bit of research, it's a bit of stories, a bit of own experiences. And that's what this is about we share and we learn from each other and together none of us haven't been at a place where you burn the candle at both ends trying to super parent and super employee the constant juggling leaves us strained and everyone in your life wanting more from you it doesn't have to be that way with some planning if you just do a bit of planning communication and self-care you can thrive at home and at work so in this episode I will walk you through practical strategies to set boundaries, manage expectations, take care of yourself and find joy in both family and career. You learn how to stop feeling torn between your personal and professional roles. Get ready. I want to share this with you. I'm excited. It's Friday. So how do we set boundaries between work and family? When you're playing double duty, caring for your job and your family, it can feel impossible to give 100% to both. The key is learning how to set clear boundaries so that you can thrive in your dual roles. So, here are a couple points on how. Define your priorities. What's most important? Your career, your relationships, your kids. Get clear on your core values and priorities so you know where to focus. Set limits would work. In the beginning, be upfront about the hours you're available when you need to leave to tend to family and times that are off-limits for non-urgent issues. Create a schedule, use a calendar to block out designated work hours, family time, self-care, date nights. And most importantly, treat this schedule as seriously as you would a work meeting. Leverage flexibility when possible. See if you can shift your hours, work remotely certain days or take advantage of work-life balance policies if something like that is in place communicate your needs clearly tell your manager partner kids and everyone else what you need to make it work say no when you have to whatever you do take micro breaks set phone reminders to take five minutes every hour to breathe stretch or clear your mind this mental pause helps productivity trust me it's an effective tool outsource and automate Order groceries online, set up bill pay, hire a cleaner, give yourself time back wherever it is feasible. The goal is to create healthy compartments so you don't end up stretching too thin. With planning and honest communication, you can handle work and family demands without dropping any balls. The problem that we have and the mistake that we make is that we just react, we're just an autopilot, we don't premeditate our day and then when things hit us unexpectedly, it throws everything around. So the most important thing to get better at this is to start planning and to try to figure out what is happening today, where am I maybe wasting time, how can I streamline things, how can I communicate with my partner, friends and family, how can I communicate with work to make things easier, it's all just about dedicated. Dedicated and concise planning. Managing your time and priorities. Juggling the competing demands of work and family life can feel overwhelming, I understand you. The key is staying organized. Setting realistic expectations and not being afraid to ask for help when you need it. Follow a couple of tips that I give you now to manage your time effectively. Take inventory of your commitments so that you understand what is actually happening Make a master calendar with all family activities, work deadlines, appointments and everything. This visual layout makes it easier to spot conflicts and openings. Identify your top priorities. What responsibilities or activities are non-negotiable? Rank the rest in order of importance. Create, set schedules when possible. Block out standard times for essential tasks like meal planning and prep, household chores and one-on-one time with loved ones. Don't forget to set boundaries with work. Don't let your job bleed too far into personal hours. Discuss flex schedules or work-from-home options with your manager. Enlist your family's help. Go back onto your support network. Have a team meeting to explain your work-life challenges. Encourage kids to handle age-appropriate chores. Trade off parenting duties with your partner. Embrace imperfection. Let go of pressure to excel at everything. Order takeout when your schedule is cramped. Let the laundry pile up occasionally. Just give yourself some space to breathe. Recharge yourself. Make time for your own needs, even if it's just 20 minutes to read or go for a walk. Say no to extra activities when you need downtime. Don't be afraid to say no. No is one of the most liberating words in your life. The key is streamlining and balancing your various commitments, not handling everything solo. Asking for help when overloaded keeps you from dropping balls or burning out. It is important that you know what's happening, that you plan and that you don't stretch yourself thin. When you are overloaded with all these things, it is important to set clear boundaries and be disciplined with them. One thing that I always highlight is staying connected with loved ones. Finding quality time for your family and friends can feel next to impossible when trying to balance work demands. But staying connected with your support network is crucial for your mental health and well-being. Schedule regular check-ins. Mark your calendar for set times your chat or video call family and close friends. Whether it is a weekly Sunday family video call or a monthly happy hour with your colleague roommate. It doesn't matter as long as you do something like that. Protect this time as you would an important work meeting. Share small moments, send a funny meme to a sibling, text a photo of your pet's newest trick, or leave a voicemail telling your mom about something silly your kid did. The everyday connection matters. Involve loved ones in your activities. Fold the laundry together while catching up with your partner or ask your daughter to help you cook a special family recipe. Combining quality time with tasks helps you make the most of limited time. Utilize tech to stay in touch. Video call into a family celebration. Join a virtual game night with friends or start a family text chain. Technology makes it easier than ever to connect across distances. Schedule visits ahead of time. Nothing beats face-to-face interaction, trust me. Plan trips and outings for future dates you can eagerly anticipate and look forward to. Having them on the calendar ensures you'll make time, and that's important. You have to have it somewhere so that you make time, that it doesn't overwhelm you, and that you think about it and that you follow through with it in a disciplined manner. The balancing act between work, family and friends is tough, but prioritizing real connections with people you care about makes everything else more enjoyable. Don't underestimate the power of a shared moment. It can energize and uplift you, even in the busiest season of life. You have to take care of yourself. When you're juggling the demands of both work and family life, it's easy to put yourself last. But taking care of your own needs is just as important. After all, you can't pour from an empty cup. Consider some of these self-care strategies that I share with you. Schedule time for yourself. Block off regular time in your calendar dedicated just to you. Whether it's an hour to read a book, take a relaxing bath, exercise or simply be alone with your thoughts, protect this time. Limit unnecessary obligations. Say no more often to extras that drain you. While we all want to be helpful, taking on less allows more time for yourself and loved ones. Ask for help when needed. Delegate chores and responsibility to spouse, kids and your other family. Don't be afraid to hire help like meal delivery, house cleaning, laundry service. That's the things that can make your life easier. Prioritize sleep. Lack of sleep compounds stress. Make sleep a priority, not the first thing to cut from your routine. Unwind before bedtime. Stay physically active. Exercise provides a mood boost while improving your health. Take family walks, bike rides, work out during lunch break, movement matters. And eat good food. Fuel your body properly and skip junk food. Meal prep, healthy grab-and-go options for busy days. Hydrate with water, water, water. That's an important thing. It makes you feel better. It soothes your mind. And if you don't drink all that fizzy stuff, Coke and Sprite and all other things, It keeps you healthy and you stay more focused and clear with your thoughts. Putting yourself first benefits your whole family. Recharge your batteries with regular self-care. You'll have more energy and patience for others when your own cup is full. So let's just highlight some of the most important points again, like asking for help. Delegate tasks at home. Sit down as a family and divide up chores based on time, availability and skills. Hire someone that can help you with things. Swing it financially. Ask grandparents or close friends to help with rides and childcare in a pinch. Talk to your manager, have an open conversation about your workload and discuss potential solutions like flex hours, working remotely certain days, job sharing or reprioritizing assignments. Most managers want to retain valuable employees. Get support from coworkers. request assistance with projects, ask more experienced colleagues for advice or set up an informal mentoring relationship. Two heads are often better than one. Outsource. Consider using a laundry or meal delivery service to free up precious time. Many services are surprisingly affordable. Schedule breaks. Don't forget about your own well-being. Plan regular date nights, weekends away, and family vacations. Enjoy hobbies that re-energize you. Your mental health is just as important. Asking for help allows you to maintain balance, prevents burnout and enables you to be fully present both at work and home. Support systems sustain us during stressful times. Prioritize self-care while meeting obligations. You'll be a better employee, spouse and parent. Many people are just responding to their days, and that's not how you do it. If you are reactive, it doesn't work. You have to be proactive. You have to understand what is to do, what is the workload, what is your responsibility for the day towards your family. And when you organize your priorities, when it comes to your goals, your personal goals, your work goals, your family goals then you are starting to take control. And that is the only way how it works. When we take control, we organize our time, we understand what's coming for us, then we can manage our body budget and we don't burn out and we can free up time. I promise you if you just sit down for an hour or two with your partner and you think about those things, you will be able to free up so much time. Very often it's a lack of communication, not synchronizing properly and not arranging your days properly not knowing enough about what your partner is busy with, what they are struggling with. And when that communication goes out of the window and the same applies to work, Then it becomes stressful. Then you're just reacting all the time. You are going to suffer of ego depletion. And when your ego is depleted, when you are at a point where you just have no juice left anymore, that's when you start reacting emotionally and out of control. That's when you make mistakes, when you say things that you don't mean, when you create problems with partners, with peers, with your manager. That is because we are not managing our resources properly. So that is important. If you have a lot of things to juggle at the same time, it's important that you know what are those things that I'm juggling. And you have to sit down And really look into what can I cut out? Where am I wasting time? Where am I not effective with my time? Where am I not sharing the load properly with my family, with my support network, or my partner and my kids? Kids can help. They can get involved. There are active family members and they should be active family members because that teaches them the values of family, responsibilities, and also that not everything in life that comes is for free. They also have to understand responsibility and accountability. If you come together with your family like that and you do the same at work with your colleagues and your managers, you are open, honest, you are vulnerable, you share the true facts, that is when you start taking full control of your life and where you can make a difference. This is what I coach people all the time, to sit down and do those statistics, run data. Life is about data, data, data data. It's about pattern recognition. It's about understanding where do I have unhealthy patterns at work in my personal life? How can I replace bad habits with better ones? And that's when you start really changing your life and work around. So there you got it. That's it, tribe. Work and family are two massive roles that when juggled well can lead to a fulfilling and meaningful life. But when they clash, they can become a major stress point, the key is to set boundaries, communicating openly and prioritizing self-care so you don't get burned out. Sure, it's a balancing act, but with some thoughtful planning, creative solutions, and support from your spouse and workplace, you can thrive at home and on the job. I want you to stay positive, be adaptable, and don't hesitate to reach out for help when you need it. This challenging yet rewarding ride we call life often has some bumps, but with the right mindset and to tools, you can handle it. I want you to do this. And if you don't know how, reach out to me. I have many tools. I have many courses. I have coaching programs. I can help you either with single sessions or programs that you can sign up to. That's what I do. I help people to optimize work and optimize life and get it all into a synchronized engine that works well and keeps you energized and happy so that you don't feel like you're just responding to life on a day-to-day basis. That's why people lose the most precious time in their life, why they cannot upgrade, why they cannot level their life up because they're just responding all the time. Don't be a victim to this. Reach out. There's always help, and there is a reason why the top performers in the world have coaches. Does an NBA basketball team need a coach to teach them how to play basketball? No, because if they wouldn't know how to play basketball, they wouldn't be in an NBA team to start with. The point is that the coach teaches strategy, that he has a wealth of knowledge about tools and methodologies, he creates mindsets, he creates attitudes, he creates team, he leads and he creates awareness for what's going on. He's there to set the mindset right and that's what it's about. That's why top performers, why top business leaders have coaches because there are certain things that we might not be able to always pull right by ourselves. But with an accountability buddy like a coach, you can really set out for a journey of success and you can be one of the top performers in your personal life and at work. So why not tap into that? Reach out to me. Tribe, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. This was your host, Daniel Craig Johnson on the Success Blueprint. Take care.